Good evening and welcome to our sixth episode of K-Pop Week. This week, as always, I'll be updating everyone on the latest comebacks and news. This week, as promised, I do have a co-host. This is Top, all the way from South Korea. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so I'm hoping that she will be able to give a little bit more insight to the side of K-Pop, again, that I can't see. Um, um. Things are a little bit different over there. A little bit. <laughs> so, like, do you want to talk a little bit about your experiences? I, I mean, just, like, in general in Korea, in the K-pop fandom, like, do you have a lot of friends who are into it? Um, not other, like, foreigner friends. I do know a couple of people. They're mostly into, like, XO because um, there's actually, like, weekly meetups at SM for SM artists, like, fan groups, so... Exo Anonymous. Yeah, kind. <laughs> that would help a little bit, honestly. Uh, but no, they, there's like a huge like trading community. So everyone brings like their cards, their albums, all the extra stuff, and you trade them off. That's so cool. I've always wondered what I, as an international fan, would be doing with my trading cards. That's. Uh, it's kind of the only place you can really do it. I mean, some of the other entertainment company cafes have started like allowing people to actually come in and like bring their stuff and, and trade the cards. As long as you're not selling it, they're they're okay with it. Okay. That's that's the only like foreigner K-pop fan interaction I get. Um, at my job, I actually deal with a lot of the fan sites. Usually, just the ones that don't live in Seoul. They'll come into the hotel that I work at and they just oh my I've seen so many albums I, I can't even anymore <laughs> so is it is it mostly like younger people like I've heard that it's a lot of high school and middle school students in Korea rather than like yes oh my god yes <laughs> I feel so old <laughs> you see they'll show up to like the fan signs and stuff still in their school uniforms oh and then and then there's like me and maybe two other people that are not from Korea. I have to seek out the old people at the concerts. There's always, mm -hmm. like, some bitter old ladies in line. You have to just... Me. <laughs> you have to it's just me. find them. The yeah. last... The BAP concert that I went to, there was a woman in the in the uh, line that was, like, 35 years old, and she had a BAP sleeve. Dude, I'm like, trying for that. She had Matoki's tattooed all up her arm. She had, like, infinite tattoos, too. It was awesome. I wish that I had her contact information still. She was so cool. Dude, I have I found someone that is willing to do my, my Matoki sleeve. She's in Malaysia, though, so I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but one day. All right. One of the fun differences between Korea and the United States, you need to have a medical degree to become Actually, a tattoo anymore. artist, don't you? Not anymore. A couple months ago, they actually legalized it. That's cool. That's um that's great, honestly. Like I'm super happy about that because yeah, before you did have to be a doctor to legally give tattoos and they could only be for they would say aesthetic purposes, meaning like permanent makeup, but that's really the only thing you could legally do. Everything else was like super super underground. Like you had to know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. That's so cool. I love the little things like that, the little cultural tidbits that people might not necessarily know. It also puts a lot of stuff into perspective. It really does, because I've seen people start freaking out about just those littlest things that an idol will say or do, and it's like, but that's normal here. Like, they don't they don't know. That's just how things are here. 
but people expect them to know all about like American culture, Western culture, and it's like they, they really don't. It's still very, very new for them. I understand that sometimes they do say some very, very problematic things, but you can't expect them because they don't use the same websites. Korea doesn't, like, they don't use Google. They don't use Reddit. They don't use, like, Facebook. They have all of their own social media platforms. So they don't even see the same things that someone in America would be seeing. Yeah, that's something I feel like fans need to learn to be a little more lax about. I know there's always room for education, but there's education to be had on the fan side too, and that's kind of why I'm here. I'm here for the music, I'm here for the culture, I'm here for the memes, I'm here for it. So for this week, um, got quite a few comebacks. Um, Monsta X, Stray Kids, The Final Luna Girl, Olivia, uh, Hoya from Infinite, Samuel, and TVXQ. Let's start with Monsta X. I did listen to the full album release, but I don't remember a lot of it. I listened to it mostly last night. I haven't heard every single song yet, still. Just because everyone just just decided to come out now. so it's Yeah, not. next week is going <laughs> to be just... fun. And most of them are all on Monday. Oh, so yeah. Six. I'm so excited for Oh My Girl. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm excited for Pentagon. My children. My children. <laughs> okay, so Monsta X, Destroyer. Let's give it a listen. How have you, are, are you like very familiar with their releases up to now? Oh god, yeah. I've been following them since since their uh, uh, survival show that they did. I was, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I did not want to stand them because I stand boyfriend and we all know how that went. Oh my god, yeah. I'm really glad that Monster X is doing well in like the scope mm-hmm. of things. I think that they're. Mm-hmm. I actually think their music is way better than Boyfriend's music. Starship gave them a chance. Starship put everything into Monster X. I don't know why they gave up on Boyfriend. Like they just sent him to Japan and were like, "Okay, have fun, goodbye." So Monster X came back with Destroyer. I, I do have. I always have some written notes for every music video, or else I'm gonna forget mm-hmm. things. I liked the song. And I really like the music video. It looks like they put a lot of money into this. I'm still trying to figure out, is it connected to that, like, four-minute teaser video they put out at all? I would imagine. I have a really hard time following, like, plot-based music videos. Same, though. I'm so bad at it. I always need someone to just spell it out for me. And I was trying so hard to follow, like, okay, well, there's that number with the, with the debut date in... Oh, his hair is different, and I, I couldn't. I tried. It's a great video, though. Like, Yeah, I have in my notes, these don't look like people who would be hanging out doing math together. They don't. <laughs> They're so styled. Oh, my goodness. No one no one on my school's math team was, was that cute. I'm sorry. No, if they had been, I would have been a lot better at math, I'm just saying. They're so good looking. I don't know the whole group yet by name, but... No, Hyungwon is one of my top five biases. I may have just spent almost $50 on his photo cards. <laughs> oh my gosh. May have. So how did you feel about the song? It's definitely, for them, it's a lot different, and I like it. As much as I like 
their debut stuff, it seemed like they were trying too hard. And now it seems like they're kind of finding natural for them. Yes. I'm really glad with the direction they're going because I love Trespass. It was all right, but it was a little too try hard for them. I think Starship was trying to do like the whole hip hoppy gangster look and it just Mm. Yeah, it really it really goes into how there's not like all that many unique concepts nowadays. Unless you're Vix, but hey. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I I really liked how the song kind of built. The verses are very sparse. I thought it was gonna be like a lot more piano heavy, but then as it builds, there's more instruments. Mm-hmm. But I will say that like the chorus is kind of repetitive, and it made me think of Shine Forever. That would that would be like the one negative for it. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I, I've noticed people either love or hate Shine Forever, and people are either loving or hating this song. Yeah, that's true. But it seems like they found what they're doing. It's not, like, mm-hmm. pure hip-hop. They're tr- I think they're trying to balance it out a little bit more, because Juhan is very hip-hop. Because I am can go back and forth from being, like, a singer to a rapper, but Juhan is, I think, more strictly just rap and hip-hop yeah so they have to find a way to balance him out with the rest of the guys it's so cool now like now there are so many groups that have rappers that have like a background in rapping i don't know that it's ever been Mm -hmm. like this before i mean i don't remember that many groups before like block b that really had good rappers. Yeah, because Zico was underground. I know Jungkook was underground. BTS, I think Rap Monster and Sugar were underground. The Stray Kids kids. Yep, they had it. Bobby, had, I think, did it. Right. It's it's an interesting time for K-pop, for sure. And I can see it kind of merging with hip-hop in a way. But mm-hmm. it, it's hard to... It, because hip-hop is like known for being so raw. And K-pop is known for being so... Bubbly. <laughs> manufactured. Oh god, yep. How how did you how about the jealousy music video? This was the pre-release track. I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. I know people are not going to like this, but it it reminded me of Fantasy from Vix. I can see that. It's good. Again, like they've definitely got their own thing. It works for them, but something about it just it reminded me of something Vix would do, which isn't bad because I love Vix. We're we're just at a point in time where there's too many boy groups. So it's like bound to happen. Sadly, yeah. There's so many of, and there's just more and more coming out every month. I felt like the beat in the song was so good that the dance had no choice but to be good, and I love them for their dancing. I think that they're kind of unique, though, in that they're a group that have really strong vocalists and really strong dancers. A lot of groups, you kind of have to pick between those two. Mm-hmm. And their music has just gotten better and better and better, like you said. Yeah. It, the music definitely is still good, but this isn't on them. It's more on their choreographer. Because especially with songs like Be Quiet, where it's very hard, like they could have done so much with that dance. And it was just, it was more flowy. I think this is more on like, who they get to choreograph the dances. Yeah, that makes sense. Because even even with Jealousy, like they could have done so much with it. And Monster X definitely has the talent to do that. None of them are like bad dancers. I haven't seen a single one who can't dance. Oh, I feel about, I, just, I feel like I that. I wish they would do a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like that with idols in general, though, people will be like, oh, so-and-so is a bad dancer. I'm like, really? Because, <laughs> I mean, I trip over my feet when I'm walking. Same. I can, I can like, shuffle a little bit from left to right. <laughs> That's my dancing. Right. Like, I, and be- I used to be, like, a singer and stuff like that, and I remember thinking when I first got into K-pop, man, I could do this. No, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. 
my parents made me do gymnastics when I was little, so I know how to dance. I'm not good at it, but I can't sing to save a life. And I can't imagine trying to sing and dance and perform and do all of this at the same time. Like these, it's crazy. Yeah, seriously. Props, like mad props. But I, I know, like, I don't know if they didn't give him as much to do on purpose or if that was the group's choice or the choreographer's choice, but I, I wish they would have just done maybe like a, a teensy, teensy bit more. Right. I can't wait to see what the live performances look like. With choreography like that, they can probably sing it live. Probably. Sometimes I wonder if it's that's the way that the producers were kind of thinking about it. Possibly, because they did have that incident with Hero, where they had to actually change the entire song and the dance, because they had a, right. a, a CD version and a performance version. Right, I totally forgot about that. So I'm wondering if maybe that is kind of why they haven't... Because the dance for Hero was really good. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with the how they've been choreographing things lately. Like, as their songs have been getting progressively better, they've been toning down the dance so they can maybe perform the, the vocals better live? Mm-hmm. It could be true. I A lot of international fans, especially, I feel like, give K-pop vocalists flack for lip-syncing, but... If you think about it, like, there's K-pop songs where they're, like, doing push-ups as part of the choreography, and they're doing backflips. And they they perform the songs more than once. So, of course, there's going to be lip singing. You know how many times they've had to do that dance in a row? Right. That would be something great that we could talk about on a slow week, would be, like, there have been, uh, like, accounts by idols of what the music show recording process is like. You know, it starts at, like, five or six in the morning, and if there's fan meets it can go until i've i've been to one the recordings oh yeah and it's always like an all-day thing right yep you get there around the idols will get there around five up to six the fans are usually usually they're around six as well so they can get pictures of them going in and out but they're there from 5 a.m to like maybe 8 or 9 p.m okay are we ready to move on to stray kids sure i'm not i don't know a ton about them, if I'm being honest. I, I know kind of their music. I love Elevator. That song is yeah, great. Yeah, I basically came into this knowing nothing. I didn't even listen to their mixtape that they released late last year. The album is called I Am Not. I think it's I Am Not. One of the fan sites for Stray Kids is staying at my work, so. <laughs> That's funny. I, wa- I walked into that room and I was like, I smell K-pop albums. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the song is District 9. I think this group has a lot more promise than GOT7, and I'm not saying that to hate on GOT7 because I like them, mm-hmm. but I feel like GOT7 debuted strong and then lost a whole bunch of steam, but this is, like, so strong, and I don't know who any of these kids are, but I'm into it. I know there's someone named Bang Chan. Yep, he's a rapper. I know that's someone's name. And I know there's a Felix. Yep, I saw that. I'm like, that. that is so fucking cute. And then that's that's all I know. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Felix is the one with, like, the ridiculously deep voice, I found. Oh, really? Yes. He sounds, like, not quite as deep as Yangook, but he's he's there. Ooh, cool. 
so I loved the song. I did not like the music video. It gave me literal motion sickness. Yep. It wasn't great. I mean, they're still new, to be fair. Yeah, I'm wondering if JYP was just being uh, cautious on the money front with this one. It's like, there's lots of weird filters and unfocused shots, like, kind Mm -hmm. of sloppy editing, I think. Like, I don't know if they were trying to make it look more like it was one take in some spots. and If they were trying to do that, I don't think they did it very well. (laughs) Yeah. But JYP is all over the place, really. That is true. This is not something I expected Mm. for JYP. I never really expect their music to sound like hip-hop. They try to be hip-hop, but they're not. This group has real rappers. GOT7's rappers have gotten better, but... To their credit, they're all foreigners. All of their rappers are foreign. That's true, and I don't think any of them write their own stuff. It's all written by the company, so Mm -hmm. can't really hold that against them, but... I feel like being a foreign rapper, because most rappers are expected to write their own material, must be super hard. This group has, like, five guys that I've heard rap out of nine or ten. I'm pretty sure that three of them write their own material, so that's that's pretty different for a JYP group. Um, I did listen to the, the full Stray Kids album. I had a really good time listening to it. It reminds me of Linkin Park, but K-pop. That's a good comparison. It's like rap rock. Yeah. Some groups will try to experiment a little bit with more like alternative rock sounds, but they never get picked up really well in Korea. The album tracks I would recommend would be Rock has like Screamo style vocals. Sounds really Mm. cool. And then Awaken is great too. They have like a very loose sort of rap style and it's very, very fast. It's like... Seriously, I'm so impressed with it some sounds... of the verses that they were able to do. It's like uh, Zello mm-hmm. and Warrior style. No, they're good. And it sounds natural, too. Like, you know how you hear sometimes rappers will, like, they kind of struggle a little bit to get through something like that? The, right. Uh, the LTE raps? Whereas with Stray Kids, they just they just do it. And it just it flows, and it just sounds a lot more natural than some of the rappers where... The company forces them to be a rapper. Oh, all I can think of is EXO when people talk about that. <laughs> I I love EXO. I I would consider them one of my top favorite boy groups, but that rapping, woo boy. I love Chanyeol, but oh, Sehun. <laughs> it's his birthday, I think, coming up, and just his face is everywhere right now. So is Shuman. EXO is so beautiful, dude. <laughs> They had, um, I accidentally, like, walked by one of their fan signs, because it was outside where my, um, my house is, and sometimes fan signs are just outside in the open. Oh my god. And I walked by it, and I could see him, and I was just like, oh, oh, hi. Oh, she's EXO. Hello. I mean, there's a ton of people there, but seeing them in person, I mean, pictures don't do them justice. Sorry. Oh, Yeah. Uh, so do you want to be the one to start off talking about Hoya, since he's he's your boy, right? Um, I, well, Infinite, yes. I wasn't a huge Hoya fan, but... Oh, maybe I was talking to someone else who said they were a huge Hoya fan. I'm not really either. I like, um, I like Sungyu. Same. I literally have his solo album sitting next to me right now. Hoya, I actually had no idea what his voice sounded like, uh, before I listened to this track. Like, I mean, he was a backup singer, like, so... I know, I... He was a rapper. 
But I think he was one of those where they made him be a rapper and he wanted to be a singer. Yeah, like I've heard him sing on like sidetracks and things like mm-hmm. that. And he, of course, there was Infinite H where he... Mm-hmm. And he's not bad, but I mean, I can, I understand why they didn't make him a main vocalist. Yeah, sometimes I think it's just, we need a rapper. Like, oh, it sounds... Who volunteers? It sounds so mean. Yeah, basically. I, just, I feel bad because I'm not impressed by it. I wasn't really either. I thought that the song didn't have enough variation throughout. Like, I mean, at least for the first minute or so, I counted. There's only like five notes in the melody. I'm not. I'm not a music person. I can't. I don't. <laughs> I'm more music video visuals. I pretend kind. like I'm a music person, but yeah, I'm not. Really <laughs> it. It just. It wasn't like super impressive to me, and his voice wasn't uh-uh. impressive enough to really sell it. It was too soft. And if you're coming from a group like Infinite, I mean, go back and look at literally anything they've done, and even their softer songs have. Not edgier music videos, but more dynamic music videos to keep you interested, even if you're not into ballads. Yeah. It keeps you interested. The other thing with All Eyes on Me, like the music video, was a big dance shot, which I've seen work well for some Mm -hmm. people, but I mean, it was like three minutes into the music video before we even got a close-up of his face. What the hell is that? Yeah. I wasn't impressed. I feel feel terrible for not liking it. (laughs) I don't like a lot of things. I try to be gentle with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I always try to... I, I want to strike the balance between, like, I love these boys, but I'm also not worshipping the ground that they walk on, but I'm also not going to mm-hmm. do a whole... Uh, you, you know, some some sites where they do reviews, and it's like, do you even like the groups? Because all you're saying is mean things. I'm, I'm trying to hit the balance there yeah, and keep it real. <laughs> you mean all K-pop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like... Do you even like K-pop? Like, what are you doing? Who are you? They just tear into people, and it's that's not constructive criticism. Because no idol is completely immune to criticism. People make mistakes. Some music isn't for everybody. And, yeah. and this is also a debut, so I don't even know what company he's under. I probably should have looked that up. I don't think he's still with Wulim. No, he's not. Let me see if I can find it. So there's a chance that... Uh, they might be struggling money-wise, but I think that at least having the fans left over from Infinite, he's probably going to do all right with this mm-hmm. song. I just hope that he can step it up if he continues to release solo music. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not bad. Like, he's definitely not a bad singer. And he's not a bad rapper. Um, he's under glorious entertainment now. Yeah, see, I've never even heard of them. They're probably pretty tiny. In the interest of time, I'm going to just keep moving forward. Next, we have Samuel with his newest mini-album. The promoted track is called One. Just 
Um, I don't have an incredible amount to say about it other than that it's better than his other stuff. It reminds me of B2B when they sounded yeah. good and were cool. Well, a B2B member is in it. Oh, yeah, right. I probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> it's featuring Ilhoon. That's the only thing I knew about it was Ilhoon was in it. But yeah, I I liked uh I liked 16, Samuel's debut song and then I didn't like Candy. I think that he needs to stick with this like dance mm. angle. He's as much as they tried to sell him as a triple threat on Produce 101, he's not really much of a vocalist, so He's not. Nah, he mm. his songs are auto-tuned all to hell. I'm... They need to just promote him as a dancer. I, he's not a soloist. I mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't watch Produce 101, but just because all I know of him are from his solo songs, and I, I don't see him as a soloist. I feel the same way. I think that debuting as a soloist must be so much harder anyway. Mm-hmm. He's kind of selling himself on his Produce 101 fans and on his popularity from almost being in Seventeen, but I don't think that's going to carry him anymore because that was mm-hmm. so long ago. Yeah, that won't get you far, especially in Korea, because like once the show is over, that's it. It's done. It's over. So you have to be able to hold yourself after that and pick up new fans as you go. Because the fans from the show are going to drop off. Does Brave Sound have other boy groups? I know they have brave girls. Samuel couldn't be a brave girl, but... <laughs> I mean, put a wig on him and some makeup, and I'm sure you could pass him off. They have Big Star? Big Star! Whoa, they debuted in, like, 2011. They're super nugu. Oh, I know Remember Field Dog? He's oh. dating one of the girls from Sistar. Oh. That's like their big claim to fame. They don't really have any popular songs, though. Uh, apparently Field Dog came in fourth on the unit. What the hell? I didn't pay attention to the unit. They all went I was on the still reeling from Produce 101. Yeah, he's on the he's in the group. He made the group. Oh my gosh! Wow, this makes me seem like a newbie. <laughs> I told I oh my god, but yeah, I, they have Big Star, so there you go. Wow. So the final Luna Girl was revealed. Last week, uh, Olivia. And from here, we should have the full group debut. I know you said you didn't really follow Luna. No. Well. Like, I I know they've been doing, like, individual people, like, sporadically, but I'm... They've been revealing, like, roughly a girl a month, but instead of going for a year, it's been more like a year and a half, because they missed some months. I, I think it's been a really good idea as far as giving each member exposure, but... Definitely not every member's song mm-hmm. was created equal. No. And I didn't care for this one so much. I thought it was a really interesting track, so I'll probably listen to it again. But I think that it was kind of like a lackluster finale. Yeah. And honestly, the way they've been doing it is not gonna... Because I know they're trying to build up, like, anticipation. Because did these girls go on one of the... Was it Mix 9? Was it? I'm not sure if they did. 
I want to say some of them were on Mix 9, but they've been trying to build up anticipation, and it, it's not working. At least not in Korea. I don't know how it is. They're huge internationally. I see a lot of hype for them. Yeah, because here, you hear nothing about them. Like, no one, no one cares. I think that they're going to be another one of those international groups, which I don't know that there's many girl groups that have done that. Boy groups are way more popular overseas. It's insane. I don't know what it is. I know FX is more popular overseas. Well, that's because uh, only two of them, only one of them now is uh, Native Korean. The the Luna girls that I was most impressed with, or the songs that I thought were the most impressive anyway, uh, Heart Attack, which was uh, mm-hmm. Chu, uh, Eclipse by Kim Lip, and I really liked mm-hmm. Eve's uh, She Released New. So other than that, I'm really interested to see how the full group's going to sound, because all of their songs sound totally different. Some of them are dreadfully boring, and other ones are bops. That's going to make it interesting as to what kind of sound they're going to have. Yeah, I think it's going to be something quirky, though. I, that would be my guess. Their units have been pretty out there. I mean, Dreamcatcher kind of is different, because they have, I mean, they sound like anime opening yes, music. they're another one that's kind of incorporating rock. I remember hearing Dreamcatcher for the first time, and I was like, so where's so where's the, the animation at? <laughs> I like that they do, like, darker concepts, especially for girl groups, because you just, a lot of girl groups don't go there anymore. Yeah, how I said there's only, like, three concepts for boy groups. There's also not that many for girl uh-huh. groups, and it's sad because some of the ones that are the more interesting, like, I loved Stellar, uh-huh. but Ooh, their you don't want to go sucks. there anymore. Like, they got so much no. flack. It's sad, and then we end up with 800 uh, Lovelies clones. Well, everyone's cloning twice now. Yeah. All the girl groups coming out, they're trying to make them almost exactly like twice. Do you love twice or do you hate twice? I feel like there's no in-between. I hate twice. I hate them. <laughs> I'm, I can't... I'm so... They're, it's played so many times. They are everywhere here. You can't escape them. Everywhere you look, there's a twice member. It's just on a, on a board on a commercial, just talking the song, it's, I'm, I'm over, there I'm done. There will be some interesting discourse when they come back. I am a huge Twice fan. <laughs> That's okay, we'll find something that goes the other way, I'm absolutely sure of it. I mean, it is true, though, there is no, like, oh, no, I got no, I think they're alright. You either love them, or you, you can't stand them. Yeah. Like, every time, every time TT comes on, I always just, I'm not even realizing it, but I just start doing it, and everyone's like, come on, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, right. <laughs> The last one we have this week is TVXQ, The Chance of Love. I don't know the first thing about TVXQ, other than, obviously, the uh, the whole separating drama and JYJ being formed. Like, if you ask me what I, two members stayed in TVXQ, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I know Ch- Changmin is one of them. He's, he's my favorite. He's the one that I care <laughs> about. He's... Yeah, I think I just, like, I stepped into then... the fandom a little bit late for them, maybe. I have never listened to their songs before, either, really. I liked this. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure why I'm surprised because it's SM, so 
I mean, it sounds like TVXQ. Uh, it's uh, it's great. <laughs> I miss them. Oh, it's been so long. Because they put them in the army at separate times. Oh, yeah, so how Which... long has it been since they put something out? 2015? Because it's been, I think, three years. I don't remember like any of these songs at all. Yeah, I guess I have something to listen to when I'm bored. They were both discharged last year. Just at different times. So yeah, it would have been about 2015 since they've been like together. The music video's great. Their dancing's great. Especially for... I don't know how old they are specifically. <laughs> um, I think they're close in their 30s. And they still look darn good. Yeah, I was just like, oh man. They're kind of hot. Actually. I, <laughs> I think it's just... I wonder if it's being in K-pop or just like being young it kind of skews your perception of ages so i feel like they're a lot older like 30 is not that old but i'm just like oh man they're still dancing like they're young look at them go yeah it's i think it's the singing and dancing aspect yeah but really they're not that old they're like they're just old for k-pop yeah they're still young Mhm. like i'm i just have it i've have it playing on the background this whole time <laughs> just the music video just because i love I love Changmin. <laughs> I just like looking at his face. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to teasers. It's a packed couple weeks coming up. Actually, on Monday, we're going to have mm-hmm. Oh My Girl, EXID, and Pentagon. And then Tuesday, The Boys. Uh, Wednesday, Winner is going to release their s- second full album. Uh, XOCBX on April 10th, Twice on April 9th, and Vix on April 17th. What are you the most excited for? Oh, no. Uh, 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 either Pentagon or Vix. I'm super pumped for Pentagon, EXID, XOCBX, Winner, Twice, and Vix. I can't pick. <laughs> I'm so happy. It, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good couple of weeks here. I'm very In excited. In particular, I think that Winner released, like, my favorite songs of 2017. I was so in love with Island. I'm surprised really, really didn't win Song of the Year. Oh, it's so good. I love the new sound. I liked them before. I loved their first album. But... Oh, yeah. Everything they put out recently is it's fantastic. And they honestly got robbed for really, really. It was, it was played as much as Twice was. <sighs> That's funny. I, I guess I didn't realize how popular that one got. I was thinking of... Uh... I was thinking of Love Me, Love Me, and Island. I completely forgot about Really, Really. Really, Really was was very popular in Korea. Um, Island, not so much. Love Me, Love Me, yes. But still not as much as Really, right. Really. Well, I remember Island was banned on uh, the music shows because it had it was like too sexual and there were like homosexual undertones mm-hmm. in the music video. It's an all K-pop, though. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Just two guys talking about shaking a cocktail. Totally. Two guys two guys being friends on top Chill. of each other. Chill in a hot tub five feet apart. <laughs> oh. That's all I can think of. And I was just thinking the other day that Vix has not come back in way too long. Like I'm so excited. We haven't had a Vix album since early twenty seventeen. I've really been a fan of just about everything they've done up to this point. Like, I don't think that there's any weak spots. The Shangri-La... May 15th. Okay, so it's been about 11 months. 
close to 11 months. Hey. Well, okay, they did have VixLR come back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that because I am pretty close to N-biased, but I did enjoy VixLR this time, actually. I thought it was a lot stronger than their first one. Vix is another one of those older groups that, uh, like, I haven't realized it, but they're really getting on in years. They debuted in 2012. Mm-hmm. So, they're, this is this is their sixth year, they're, and they're, they're probably going to be military soon. Is N90 or 91? 90. 90 years old. Yeah, he's going to be... <laughs> well, that's actually how you, um, you tell people your age here in Korea. You tell them the year you were born. Right. The aging system in Korea took me about five years to understand... A lot of international fans. I, I still get confused. Yeah, a confused. lot of international fans are still like, uh, he's not this age, he's this age, mm-hmm. do math. And I'm like, no, it all depends. Because when you're born, you're one years old. And then in January, you gain a year. Right, so you don't gain a year on your birthday. You gain a year when everybody else gains a year. No. Yep, which is super sucky if you're born in December. Oh, right. So yeah, a lot of people don't understand why that would make uh, the Korean ages of some idols like one to two years more. Because my Korean age is two years higher than my age. Right. How old are you? You said 25? 25. I'm about to be 26, but in Korea I'm 27. Oh, okay. So I'm a a little sad because everyone's like, how old are you? I'm like, 27. So let's hit the news really quick. I have about half an hour before I have to go get ready for work. Talk a little bit about uh, 100%'s Minwoo. This is kind of the biggest news story of the week. Uh, 100%'s Minwoo uh, passed away in his apartment. There is not all that much information. Uh, he was only 33 years old. Even here, they're not, they didn't release really any personal information about it. They're just saying that he had a heart attack and that's like that's all you get. Yeah. I actually would be kind of happy with that. I think that while it's good that people understand what happened with Jong Hyun, the amount of detail and everything, it really made it so hard for so many fans and being able to like see excerpts from his suicide note and things like that. I, I'm I'm glad that this is kept oh, a little that, more under that, wraps. Yeah. I think it was a little much releasing parts of his suicide note. I think that was that was a little overwhelming. And I mean, if it was hard for the fans, I can only imagine how the family must feel having that in the public eye. Yeah. Like, that, uh, that's too much. Yeah. So to be clear, there is uh, no indication in the news that Minwoo's death was a suicide, only that it was cardiac arrest. So there's really... Yep. It could have been, like, a heart condition of some kind that we didn't know about. That's That's most likely it. If I had to guess, because he just did like the military, plus he's been doing training for K-pop most of his life, so there's that's a lot of stress put on your body. And if there was something wrong already, that that would have set it off for sure. Yeah, it's always crazy when idols pass away. I think people kind of uh, don't really regard them as people sometimes up until that point. No, I think a lot of people see them as objects. Yeah, or characters. That's a big one. You you have to acknowledge that there is definitely a lot of a lot of people not really acknowledging idols as human beings a lot of the time, and it's especially easy for international fans mm-hmm. to start thinking that way because you don't really have a lot of interaction with them. Yeah, so it's they seem less real. That's why going to fandoms always or wow fandoms, going to fan signs and things like that always blows my <laughs> mind because I'm like they're real. Oh my gosh, they're so tall. Crazy. Well. I'm taller than a lot of them. It makes it awkward sometimes, 
but hey, unless you actually get the chance to meet them, you don't really understand that the real, like, living human beings with emotions and feelings. Right. There's a huge disconnect between the fans and idols. Yeah. I'm thinking that things are going a little bit more smoothly with... I know Minmu already had his funeral and things like that, so hopefully the fans are being respectful with the group members, the company, the family, but I haven't seen too much else on it, so I'm assuming everything is uh, just being quietly taken care of there. It is. They haven't... Like, they didn't announce really anything that was going on, because I think the family wanted it to be very private, so I I think they've respected that fairly well. The only other two things I have are... um, Really, like, not relevant in comparison to that, even. Girls Day renewed their contracts, which I mm. knew they were going to. And nice. uh, uh, BTS was nominated mm-hmm. for Time Magazine 100 Most Influential People of 2018. Did you know about this? Not surprised. No, but I'm not at all surprised. I think it's, I mean, I think it's really strange. I wonder if they're going to be counted as one person. Probably. I don't think America would count them as individuals. Right. I think they'd only see it as, like, a group. Yeah. I think BTS has done a really amazing job selling themselves overseas, uh, handling being in a strange country with a completely backwards music scene. I, I like it in the fact that I'm glad that international music can find its own place in America, because before it'd be like, why are you listening to that? It's not in English. Which is stupid. Right. Like, it's, that's a, it's a dumb way to, like, view music in general so i'm glad that they're kind of opening that up so that people can be like oh well we don't always have to just listen to english or spanish music there's other countries have their own music scenes that you know they might be interested if not necessarily korea but somewhere else maybe yeah that's true there's uh there are some other countries that have rising music scenes china has a huge chinese pop industry that i've been getting into recently which is a little harder because china doesn't really have youtube so yeah sometimes it feels like china and even japan don't want us to have their music japan just doesn't care like you will never well i'm not gonna say never because there's a lot of j-pop uploaded onto youtube but especially like a few years ago it was really hard to find music videos things would get copyright strikes if third parties Mm -hmm. tried to put them up K-pop, in comparison, you can listen mm-hmm. to the full album of just about everything on YouTube. It doesn't seem like the companies really care. They want, they probably mm-hmm. are just like, you know, they want that foreign exposure. exposure. Yeah. With Japan, they just they just don't care about a foreign audience. Japan just cares about the Japanese. That's that's all they're making the music yeah, for. Yeah, I've always heard that it's because uh, Japan has kind of a self-sustaining entertainment industry. Like, they're mostly consuming their own that's... media. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not super educated in this, so I'm not 100% sure why Korea would be different, but uh, not that many Koreans consume K-pop, I guess, would be the the main thing. A lot, a lot of Koreans do consume K-pop, but it's, I think Korea became more open to the idea of Western culture a lot more than Japan did. So that's why Korea is a lot more open to bringing Western music in and wanting to get their music out. To kind of try to like, I don't want to say fit in, right? But like to advance their culture and their economy, basically to try to fit in. Whereas Japan just doesn't care. Japan's like, no, we have our thing. We like what we do. It's working for us. We're gonna stick with that. Right. I I was a huge J-pop fan before I was into K-pop at all, 
and I remember like, oh, the DVDs are so expensive. CDs are like <laughs> 40 bucks. Oh god. K-pop really isn't that bad in comparison. I'm I didn't I didn't realize how much albums were marked up to buy them in America until I came here. Yeah, I I honestly don't usually buy things when they're released. I try to wait for the price to go down unless it is BP- BTS. Now I feel bad because I'm like, oh my god, this album was twenty dollars. That's so expensive, and then all my friends are like, I paid fifty. Yeah, international fans listening to this. Sorry. Amazon is your friend. Amazon Prime is your friend. Amazon. A lot of fan sites will sell extra albums off of Amazon and on eBay and G Market if you can. If you can, um, I think G Market does have an English website. You can actually find albums normally priced there. Oh, okay. I do remember I bought a signed mm-hmm. BAP album off of M-Wave once, and it was like 45 bucks. I hate M-Wave. They're so just disorganized. Yeah, it took them like three months to send the album out, and I remember sending an email like, hey, what's going on with this? And they were like, oh, well, uh, we're just waiting on BAP to sign them, because they're busy men. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it the Noir album? It was uh, Young, Wild, and Free. Alright, we should probably wrap it up. Alright. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, As always, feel free to leave comments, drop me an email. Uh, Reddit messages are fine. Love to know what you think. I think the new format worked out pretty well. This was fun. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah, I don't have like a lot of listeners, but there's actually people listening, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah, because I, when I started doing, like, YouTube, I was like, wait, people actually watch this shit? Right. Thank you, everybody, for stopping in and giving us a listen. I really hope that you enjoyed the new format. I have absolutely loved having a co-host. It has been a pleasure. As always, questions, comments, and critique are more than welcome. I hope that everybody has a fantastic week. Plenty of comebacks coming up. Don't lose track of them. We'll be back again next week. Same time, same place. Don't miss it.